Hi, this is Clint and Lyndon. Uh, before we start, just note that the comments made are purely our opinions based on our own experiences. Uh, please take everything with a pinch of salt and a sprinkle of whimsy. At the sound of the cow, enjoy the episode. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Welcome to Shove It Up Your RWM. Uh, I am one of your hosts, uh, Clinty. You can find me on Instagram at Clinty Sky Guy. And I'm the other host, I'm Lyndon, and you can find me at Druid in the Mist yes. on Instagram. We did that really well. We did. Because we've already done it once. Yes. And lots of wine. What are we talking about today? Uh, spirit, no. It's written in front of you. Religion. <laughs> Religion versus spirituality. Yes. Yeah. Because, 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 because. There's a difference. We're on a journey. And there's a difference. But first, magical moments. Oh, cock. Magical moments. Flying through the sky. Ow. Whip me in the face with my own dongle. Um. Clinton, gee whiz! I was at work, funnily enough, because I do that five days a week, yes. uh, nine till five, and um, my tarot cards got clocked. Shock horror! Christian charity. Everybody wants a motherfucking reading. Of course they do. I'm like, fucking hell. However, um, one of the one of the members of staff, actually, and I think this is a magical moment, just like sought me out. She turned up whilst I was on holiday because I had a week on holiday. Then went back to work for a week, and then I'm on holiday again um, because Wayne goes on call, so you can't have that week off. So we just split our two weeks by having a week in the middle where we went back to work. And um, she went up and saw my tarot cards on my desk because I keep them there with all my crystals and bits of bobs. And um, <clears throat> she sought me out when I came back to work, and she said, "Can I have a word?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course you can." Um, just wanted to talk to you about tarot cards. Anyway, she took me aside into an office in the IT department to completely and utterly like bear all about her spiritual path and how she'd kept it hidden from the business and how like she was like, I really like that you are really like open and forward about it because she said, I've kept it really quiet because I'm quite worried being that we're in a Christ Christian charity that blah, 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 this, that, and the other. And I said, look, look, religion's just a thing. It's like everybody looks out the same window. We just choose different curtains and different drapes. I said, that's all religion and spirituality is. We're all looking at the world through a window. We're just choosing, you know, what dressing we choose. Yeah. And um, and she was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's really, really lovely to speak to another spiritual person. And um, she was like, I only noticed because you've got a really interesting spread. <laughs> I don't mean tarot spread because I had the fool I had the queen of swords and the hanged man and I was just like oh that's quite an interesting one and that week it played out perfectly like that um, I haven't done another reading since because I only went back for a week caught up on everything and then I'm off for a week so when I go back on Monday it's like I've got I've already, I already know because I logged in I've got 46 emails to read so <laughs> I've got that to look forward to but um I just thought oh, that's really really cool that somebody's like seen it and I think being visible in like your beliefs and everything is really important if it's safe because it's not always about you it's sometimes it's about the other person like on my emails my emails say um, at the end there's my signature Clinton Byrne and the details of who I am and what I do in the company and how to get in touch with me but after my name it's got in brackets he him and that's not because I give a fuck, not because I care. I don't care what my pronouns are. You can call me cunt. I don't care. I'll what probably you answer. Say? You do. <laughs> um, but I didn't put my pronouns on there for me. 
I put them on there for other people. Yeah. Because I thought to myself, if somebody else out there is struggling in the company, thinking, oh, I'm in the Salvation Army, I wonder if everybody will be all right with it, blah, 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 and they get an email from me who's got it there, they might actually, it might give them the courage to go they, them. Yeah. Or, you know, or something else. And quite frankly, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, because they should be able to do that. You know? And I thought, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna just wear in this office, I'm going to put, I've got a gay flag on the back of my monitor that flaps in the aircon, and I've got my tarot cards and crystals out, and I they're out all the time, and it's tough shit if you don't like you it. You are unequivocally you. And yeah. And if you don't like it, you shouldn't have hired me. You know? Yeah. And I just thought, I've been in the company seven years now, nearly. You can't piss me off yet. You can try, but it won't work. So, yeah, I just thought that was quite magical. As yes. magical moments go, I was like, "Ah, this nice. That's good." So yeah, that's my magical moment. My magical moment. Nice. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I think so. Made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Gross. Ugh. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Feelings. <clears throat> I don't have feelings. You know that. I know that. What are you doing? I'm trying to get it on the thing to turn it over. <clears throat> okay, mine... What was mine? Mine wasn't... I didn't have a magical moment. I had a Christian moment. Christian moment. Jesus coming to you. <clears throat> <laughs> so I went to church uh, the other week on my lunch, as I normally do. Um... Did my business. Right there in front of the altar. <laughs> Dirty bitch. Um, and then on my on my way out, I thought, oh, I'll, light, I'll light a candle. I thought you were going to say deathbed. On my deathbed. On my deathbed. <laughs> on my deathbed. On your way out. A um, little candle. I lit a candle. Lit a candle. Said a prayer. <laughs> Just dance. Do a little dance. Do a little dance. Made a little love. No. No? No. Not church time. With Jesus Christ. No. With Jesus so, Christ. Stop texting Turn me. that so off. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's on silent. There we go. Sorry. I'm an Elfian ambassador and they want me to do shit. And I love it. But I'm so, busy. I was in church. Seven prayers. Lit a candle. And then I turned around to leave. To go. Because I was on my lunch. And I wanted to go get some food. And there was this rather sad looking dishevelled young man sat in the pews. And he mumbled something oh. at me, and I said, "Pardon." And he went, well, "What's the point? What's the point in any of it?" And I said, "What do you mean?" And I said, "Well, in praying, <clears throat> like, what's the point?" I'm giving him that voice. That's not how he sounded, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I went over to him and I sat down and I said, "Well, okay." So we had a we had a very long chat, and bless him, he was a he was a homeless man oh. called Matthew, and he had a dog called Bruce. Yeah. Um. And we had a very long chat about faith and about him and his situation, the struggles he had in life. And I gave him what little bit of information on Christianity I could. I didn't Bible bash him. I will say that. I wasn't like, you know, repent! <laughs> um, it was just, there was a lot of stuff he didn't realise. Like, he didn't realise that Christ brought the message of love and that Christ was there for... Like, with the, it was really awkward to give him this message without being like, you know, Christ came for the poor, just like you. Yeah, it's very difficult to be but, not to be condescending. Exactly. Isn't it? But I tried to give him that message that basically Christ came for people like him, people that you know needed guidance and needed help and things like that. And he didn't realise that, and um, and he didn't realise that the early Christians were Jewish, <laughs> which was like, oh, do you know? I asked somebody once who was the first Christian, and she went, Jesus. And I went, that's funny, he was Jewish. <laughs> and she went, oh yeah, he was, wasn't he? I was like, exactly. Ah. I said, you know what's really funny? All of his disciples were still Jewish, even after he died. Yep. They may have been Christ's disciples, but they were still fucking Jewish. Yep. Anyway, never mind. So he didn't know a lot of stuff. So I, I gave him what little I, I knew and understood, and I gave him a few things from my point of view. And we had a really, really lovely chat, and we hugged three times bless him he got all teary at one point yeah. so I said to him I was like do you want a hug and he was like yes please so I gave him a hug um, stole your wallet sorry sorry I, sorry. I took his soul 
You can have my wallet. There's nothing in it but moths. But I'll have your soul. I'll have your soul. <laughs> so yeah, bless him. So I uh, that was it really. So I gave him a gave him a hug. Gave him a kiss. We shared a moment. Uh, a moment that lasted forever. Marvelous. We did not. Uh, no, we <laughs> no. had a very. It was very lovely. We had a we had a hug. We had a good conversation. Bless him. And then unfortunately, my lunch break ended, so I had to leave and yes. to work. Um. And then, um, and then we. I said to him, I gave him a time and a date that I would be back at the at the church, and I've not seen him since, really. Well, that's not that's not true. I did see him. So the following week, I went to go back to church um, on my lunch, and as I was walking down there, he was walking up. No Bruce though, no dog. Sadly, Aww. I know I don't know what happened to Bruce, but he was walking up the road, um, and I said to him, I was like, "Hello, Matthew," and he just kind of gave me a nonchalant nod and gave me a fist bump, and I was like. You don't know who I am. You have no memory of no. me whatsoever. No. But that's fine. I was what he needed at that moment when he needed it. Yeah. I hope. Well, <clears throat> it was one of those situations where, you know, when you sit there and you talk to someone and you think, I feel like you're on the cusp of doing something silly. Yeah. It was one of those moments. Yeah. So I hope I made enough of an impact to assuage him from doing anything silly. Yeah, but that was that was kind of my my moment, really, my little heart touchy feely, my Christian moment. Aww, lovely. And that was it. That was it. That was it. That's all. Magical moment. Ooh, always good. Always like a magical moment. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So. So there's like there's like this thing with like religion versus spirituality, isn't there? You hear the argument a lot, right? Where somebody goes, "I don't practice religion. I'm very spiritual, mm. and I just and I just wonder sometimes if people know the hypocrisy of that at all." Do share, um, only because religion doesn't mean church. Are you alright, Pip? Yeah. That's an armpit hair. It's attached. <laughs> Why are you pulling at your own armpit hair? I could just see it. It was waving at me. And okay. I wondered whether it was attached. <laughs> and it was. Okay. Yeah, so I don't I don't know if people understand necessarily the hypocrisy of turning around and saying I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. And then turning around and telling me all the things that they have to do religiously to remain Spiritual. spiritual about this that and the other oh I do it I do that every night mm. I do that oh you do it religiously do you and I'm just thinking there's a difference between like being religious yes and belonging to an organised religion and I think sometimes that definition is not always made clear with people because very 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 many religions exist yeah and every single one of them are spiritual when i think of religion i think of adhering to a set doctrine yeah and that's just a doctrine yeah and there are millions of them yeah even outside of organized religion there are doctrines yes even outside of the sphere of spirituality there are doctrines yeah cultism yeah would be a religion to the people that are within the cult of course it would you know the cult of such and such they don't talk about uh, like within like Hellenistic practices. You think when you look back at history and the the discussions on like the Greek gods and the Roman gods, they always refer to it as the cult of such and such and the cult of such and such. Yeah, they were religious cults. It doesn't make them any less spiritual. This is true. You know, they were a relig- a religious group. You know, which meant that those people did those certain things on certain days for certain reasons. Yeah. Well, if that's what you do, love, then that's religion. Just because it's not one of the organised ones that are popular in this day and age doesn't mean that you're any less religious than the next person. This is true. And I think I think there's a level of hypocrisy in that thing. It's much like the people who go, oh, I'm, I'm such and such and I don't believe in labels. And I'm like, ah, you're one of those people. I don't believe in labels, but... Yeah. There. It's like, so... And I think it's just daft. You don't believe in labels. That's a shame. Everybody else is going to use one now 
for you. So you've lost this opportunity to define yourself and you've given everybody free reign to define you outside of your personal parameters, yeah. which is rude, but we're all going to do it because yeah. that's how we work. And we need to, we need to figure out how we're going to interact with you. So do us a favor, help us by giving us a label, which has a set of boundaries that we can respect and understand. A loose definition. Of yeah. Just a loose one, you know, and you can set the parameters of that label. You What's your say, loose definition? You know, I'm a druid. I don't really have a loose definition. I'm a druid. You're a druid. I'm a druid. druid. In pagan circles, I'm a druid. Outside of pagan circles, I'm a pagan. Okay. Because outside of pagan circles, people think I play D&D. <laughs> oh, what if you say you're a druid? If I say I'm a druid, outside of pagan circles, people think I play Dungeons and Dragons. And to a degree, even in pagan circles, sometimes they're like, I don't know what a druid is. And then it gives me an opportunity, but... I'm going to get that question from people inside pagan circles. Outside of paganism, I, I'll call myself a pagan and then say I'm a druid. You know. But um, inside paganism and inside pagan circles, I would describe myself as a druid. And I would also say that druid, druidry and druidism are my religion. Because there's the philosophy of druidry and the religion of druidry. Mm. Druidism. Yes. So, you know, there's, it's, yeah, but I think religion versus spirituality is one of those things that's a little bit, a little bit strange, I think, in the pagan community, because you, you can be, you find it a lot in the light worker community, I think, personally, where people just kind of shun religion. Oh, are you all right? Was that a fly? Bug? Yes. Beetle? Yes. Gross? Oh, grouse. <laughs> a grouse. A ginormous bird has just flown oh. in. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, that was it. Like the light worker and like new age community seem to be very much like. Yeah. I'm spiritual, not religious. I'm like right, okay. What does that mean? Yeah, spiritual, not religious. Like, but let me do some angel healing on you. Yeah, let me do, yeah, crystal healing, angel healing, and, like, the six rays, and it's like, how is that not a religious practice? And I know there's probably people who are listening to this now going, yeah, but it isn't. And it's like, but the definition of religious religion is something that you do religiously. Yeah. You know, something that is part of daily, weekly, monthly... You know, it is lifestyle affirming spiritual practice is religious. It doesn't mean that it belongs to a religion, but more, it's still religious. I would say the modern favourite term at the moment now is tradition. Yeah. People are loving the word tradition rather than religion. Yeah, they are. But is there much difference? Not particularly. I don't think so. Because a religion is a set load of practices that you do on a regular basis for a specific spiritual purpose yeah be it communing with god or cleansing or whatever it yeah. is it is there yeah agreed so there's no difference between that and a tradition see that's why i like the terms orthodoxy and orthopraxis yes praxi sorry because like orthodoxy means that you follow a specific doctrine of information orthopraxy means you follow a set of practices mm -hmm. and most people who are spiritual but not religious follow a set of practices yeah well that is still religious you know because you do it every day or every week or every year or every month or whatever and you know that's still technically the definition of religion okay however however yeah what if so i understand completely where you're coming from if we're saying um, you're running away why are you running away ooh more wine more wine what are you doing and cheese and cheese. cheese it is cheese um, so okay so I understand what you're saying with regards to certain religions and deity practices because let's say I worship Hecate, and I do it at home in my own way. I'm still going to celebrate the Dipmon. 
The what? The Dipnon, or the Dark Nom, however the fuck you say Dipnon? What's the Dipnon? It's the Dark Moon right that you do. Oh, fuck yeah, okay, alright. So, um... Fuck yeah. Given my very limited knowledge of it. So, but I'm still going to participate in that, and there are still going to be many other people around the world that are going to participate in that. And there are still going to be many other people around the world who celebrate and worship Hecate. So, in that essence, even though I'm doing it by myself, I'm still partaking in religious practices that are celebrated by thousands of other people. Yeah. yeah, it is a known goddess. There are certain practices that you would hear, be it singular or part of a group. Yeah, yeah. But let's say I have a very let's take it completely away from deity, and let's say I only work with the spirits of the land, and I work with the spirits of my land in my garden. So they're very select spirits. Yep. That no one else works with, and I have a very set um, load of rituals that have been given to me by said spirits. That no one else does does that then make it religion because it's like specifically i'm the only person that does it no one else does those rituals no one else knows those rituals no one else knows those rights and no one else works with those spirits does so i work on the definition of language okay whereby the definition of religion in language in the language you're using it in the word religion in english means something done religiously so an observance or practice that is done repeatedly at specific times whether that be a time of day or a time of month or time of the year or whether that be a time that is dictated by other factors so a time in your life so like your birthday if you practice you know a celebration on your birthday that's religiously Mm -hmm. that doesn't make it spiritual religion but it's done religiously and i think you know to try and divorce spirituality from religion is stupid Mm -hmm. because the very nature of that word is to do something you know or observe something repetitively you know of meaning and of value to your life Mm -hmm. and i think the hypocrisy of the statement i'm spiritual and not religious is daft because actually you know you do these things on a specific basis, in a specific way, at specific times, at a repetition, in, in repetition, like repeatedly, which by definition makes it religious. So your answer to my question is yes. Is, is that right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Okay. I was trying to make enough time for you to chew your cheese. Thank you. Nom, 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 Appreciated. Nom. Appreciated. Okay. So yeah, um, in some respects, yeah. So witchcraft, I don't think is a religion. Okay, why? Because it's a craft. But isn't it a set load of practices that people do on a regular basis? No, I'm talking about witchcraft. Okay. So the practice of magic. Okay. Magical practice. I don't think magical practice is a religion. Okay. The observance of the eight, uh, eight. Uh, Sabbaths, mm-hmm. the observance of um, the moon cycles. But these are things that people religiously religion. do. Yeah. Yeah. I think the craft part of magic is not religion. Okay, but then that's praxis. But then isn't it still part of because you have religious? Yeah, no. That. I, that's what I mean. So, so for example, because otherwise like, you could argue that like the Eucharist isn't a religious thing. It's a spiritual practice. That's what I'm. I think that's what I'm trying to define. There's a spiritual practice, and then there's the religion. Okay. Yeah. So you're separating the theology from the action. The theology from the praxis. Okay. Yeah, and I think I think sometimes you know spirituality, I can be outside of my own religion and experience something spiritual. It doesn't mean that I'm any less religious. Yeah. It just means that I had a spiritual moment. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, people can experience, like Christians can experience Christ in their fucking toast. And they have. And they have. You see. But it doesn't make that a religious experience. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> that, doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't make it a religious experience. That's a spiritual experience. Yes. Yeah. The religion is when they go and they talk about it. The religion is when they go and they 
honour that spiritual experience then by going to church on Sunday or living the religious life outwardly. Yeah. So druidry for me is a spiritual practice. The religious bits are when I honour the um, midsummer, midwinter, and the autumn and e uh, the autumn and spring equinoxes. That's the religious bit. I don't do the other four because I don't, um, and I have my reasons, but I won't share them because I don't want to. Um, and, and my other, fine. yeah, that's absolutely fine. And my other religious practices are engaging with the spirits. That's my religious practice because I do them in a certain way that is religious. I can't do them any other way. Mm. Doesn't make them any less spiritual, you know, because they those two things intertwine, but they're not devoid and divorced from each other. I don't think you can divorce them from mm. each other. The whole notion mm -hmm. of being one and not the other is a bit daft. I would agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. You can't be religious and not spiritual. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise you're not really religious, are you? No, I mean I get I get what I said a minute ago that the the definition of language is something done religiously, but in the context of what we're talking about, there's no division between those two things. You know, in regards to paganism or you know uh, spiritual religion, there's no difference between the two terms. They should never be divorced from one another. You know, because if you do something religiously, then that's religion. If it's a spiritual practice that is done the same way every time, that's your religion. It doesn't have to have a name. You don't always have to name it. It doesn't have to belong to anybody. It belongs to you. One person's Christianity is not the same as the next person's. This is true. We don't all imagine a big man in a fluffy cloud chair. I certainly don't. Do you not? No, I don't. Why not? Because that would be stupid. And probably Zeus. <laughs> yes, and probably <laughs> Zeus, yes. And no tea, no shade to anyone who does see it like that. This needs to be cut out. I'm pointing at cheese, by the way, for anyone who's... Thank you. Mind my fingers. Um, yeah, I know I don't see God as a big man in a fluffy cloud chair. I never have. No. Mm -mm. Nope. To be fair, I don't see God. So I can't really comment. This is true. Although that's a kind of lie. I don't see how God can be a man in a flippy chair if God is everything and everything. Exactly. It makes no <laughs> sense. And why would God be a man if God is also a woman? And yeah. other. No. What is they? God is they them. I've always seen, um, even before I, I became a quote unholy Christian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, bad at being a Christian though. I just, just got to say it. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my best. You're doing really. I'm really doing well. my best. Right, just, just, just as a, a side note, right. I'm proper rooting for you. Thank you, Danny. To be as good at whatever it is you choose to be, mm. and I know this podcast is called "Shove It Up Your Arwen," right? And we focus on druidry, but I quite honestly would never, ever, 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 ever trade your voice in for another person's. Thanks. Ever? Oh no no no! Don't don't take them away! Don't take them away! I don't. I don't. But I don't. like like because I know that there might be people out there who think Christianity, uh, ick, and I just think, oh, shut the fuck up, because it's not up to other people. Well, no, but no, I agree. And which is partially why we're doing this episode because. But this isn't religion and spirituality is a journey. This is like pagan podcast, is it? This is druid. No, this is druid podcast, and druidry yes. is a spirituality, so it ebbs and flows with whatever it's got ties to paganism it's got ties to christianity there, there are... is so much celtic paganism no yeah. cunt celtic christianity <laughs> celtic christianity in druidry yeah. we owe the entire neo-druid movement to christian monks yeah because it was monks that recorded everything they recorded they? everything yeah and they that the whole <clears throat> thing you know yeah. is 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 full of christian mysticism yeah, I don't care. I don't care if people hear it and go ick. At the end of the day, I'm a druid and a Christian, and and I think that's marvelous. And if I love they don't you. like it, they can shove it up their arwen. Up their arwen. Up yeah. their fucking arwen. Yeah, ah. this is why we called it this. Um, yeah. So I don't see God as a man in a flip cloud. I see God as the them, the as they them. Yeah. 
Mm. And you got Mary, who would be the sacred feminine. Oh, actually, no, that's a lie. What am I talking about? I'm talking about my bumhole. Ignore what I'm saying. You what? What bum? What? What bumhole? Bumhole. I'm so lost now. What I was going to say before the wine got to my brain and confused me. Forgive me. <laughs> was that God, as what people would deem as the Father, would be. You look like you're gonna laugh. Keep going. It would be androgynous. Yes. They them. Oh. Yes. The Holy Spirit. That's where I was going. The Holy Spirit for me is female. Oh yeah. Because it's creative. I also very much view the Holy Spirit as what the Arwen is, to a degree. Mm. Um. Oh. And then Jesus. Jesus would be male. So I have male, masculine, feminine, and. Other. Okay, bitch. I want to unpack that. Yeah, let's unpack it. I want to unpack that. Mm. Okay, so I want to just say my understanding of the Arwen is that it is. I, w- I want you to tell me what you think the Arwen is. Um, <laughs> afterwards. Okay. And if you go the Holy Spirit, I will slap you down. Okay. So I look forward to it. The E. The Arwen. Uh, the Arwen. So, by definition of language, again, because that's where we start. Divine inspiration. Yes, it's divine inspiration. But more to a point, it is poetic divine inspiration. Yes. It is almost like um, fire that visits. And that was a bike, not a fart. Um... <laughs> What's really bad is it may not have been picked up by the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a bike went by. How many glasses of wine are we in? Six. We've had two bottles, and we're on the third, and we're not even halfway through the third. Yes. Eee! My face saying. is really warm. It is. <laughs> I can't feel my right eye. <laughs> you don't have one. <laughs> Odin. Um. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, when? like divine fire. Yeah. So it's like it visits. It can't stay with you. And I kind of see the Arwen as what the gods might be made of. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So, because they are entirely uninhibited beings. You know, the Arwen visits us because it's too big for us. So it visits and leaves. Mm. Because if it was to stay with us, you'd go mad. You'd be destroyed. Um, And we can only suffer visits from it. Because, you know, we have spirit. But the gods are all spirit, all matter, all everything. Which means they are also part of what is the Arwen. And the Arwen is also part of what they are. And um, so the gods don't suffer the same limitations Mm -hmm. to the Arwen being part of them. So it's part of them all the time, which is why they are constantly divine they are always inspiring they always inspire you know whereas we only get visits from it and um it is the manifestation of you know the land sea and sky it is what makes things interact with each other it is the like the building blocks of the sun being like a thing that creates light through fire and like all those chemical reactions because those things are brought together and they react and they create something else they create light and heat you know because their interaction is like explosive mm-hmm. and their inspiration is what powers everything that you see in front of you you know the seed interacting with something else it is inspired by an interaction with water and the earth and everything else. And so at some point the Arwen must turn up and go for the seed to go, oh yeah, you know, and the the rain comes down because it is inspired because it's gotten heavy enough and the Arwen just turns up and goes, go. And it just, it is motivated to all of a sudden just fall because it's just at that moment, everything has hit the right pitch, temperature, sound wave, light, frequency, everything was perfect at that exact moment. And that's what the Arwen is. 
like it is those perfect moments where something happens it's the divine inspiration for change because inspiration is exactly that it is a change it is something becoming something else you know anyway sorry that's why i think i, I went as i went a bit deep it's fine wine my cup is full my cup runneth over oh, shit <laughs> i'm gonna drink my hand um, um okay yes. so because that's where i see arwen is and when i speak with the gods and the spirits i know that we have that in common so mm. i know that there is always this common ground like like when i said to you earlier when i pray or when i commune or anything i don't use words i literally i literally 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 sit and be and there's so much communication that happens in that it's really hard to explain but there's so much communication that there's no need for the words that i know you know that there's just some strange communication through feeling and knowing like a kenning yeah you know anyway sorry i've gone on about arwen so what do you think about arwen you say the holy spirit i'm so ready it's the holy spirit isn't it it's the holy spirit. oh fuck's sake no so <laughs> uh, like okay so we've we we both know the incantation for the arwen and the names of the three pillars, Guron, Alain, Planuth. Yeah. 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 Um, and each one has different correspondences, so... Do you ever use it? Yeah, occasionally. Ah! Well, I'm um, glad somebody else uses it. So, oh God, I can't remember which one's which, but one of them is, like, Harmony. One of them is Light. Alon is Harmony. And one of them Planuth is... is Light. Is it Wisdom? Guron is Wisdom. Yeah. Um, so because all... Alon is the balance ray, which happens at autumn and spring, yeah. which means it's balanced. Um, so it's harmony, because the equal light and day, mm -hmm. and neither one strength nor weakness. Um, the other is Plenuth, which is... What was the other one? One of them is light and power. Light and power is Plenuth. That's the summer ray of light and power. And Guron is the winter ray. Which is which is yeah. wisdom and knowledge, because it, right. uh, because in the summer it is it is full on light and power and all the rest of it. But to to go through the winter is to is to rely on on knowledge and you have to there's there's an element of knowing with regards to winter. You would not survive the same way you can survive the summer. Yeah. Yeah. So. So light. Power, harmony, wisdom, knowledge. Mm. Um, Stop voting. To me, a lot of that is encapsulated with how Christians describe the Holy Spirit. That aspect of God, that little breath of wind that comes to people and whispers in their ear and gives them a little bit of grace when they need it. I always think of the de uh, devil. The no. devil. <laughs> Very different, darling. I always think of God's fingernail. Okay, that's gross. No. Not a clipping. <laughs> I mean, like, so there's a bit in a film uh, called The Right. Anthony Hopkins is in it. Oh, yes. I've seen that film. And he talks about God's fingernail because he tries for a really, really long time to ignore God. Oh, and he goes... Scratching, 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 scratching. Yeah. And he goes, and after a while, I realised I couldn't ignore it anymore yeah. because God's fingernail was just... Yeah. You know, and I and I think about it a lot only because my other half is Catholic, mm -hmm. and sometimes when he's talking about it, I just sit there and I go and scratch something with my fingernail, and he goes, "Yeah, all right, okay, I get it, God's fingernail, all right," and I'm like, "Brilliant, we can end this conversation then. We'll stop talking about it, great." You know, and I'm, I'm because sometimes when he talks about it, it, and I know it's his head process that we're doing. And he's going around in circles after a little while in the conversation. And I'm just like, I can't add anything to this because you're going around in circles. Yeah. So that's when I start going. Because he's like, oh, yeah, it's God's fingernail. That's what I'm that's what I'm experiencing right now. I'm like, good. You just have to stop then because you're talking too much. Talking too fucking much. That's what I said. Like, it's a point I made earlier. So you just have to sit and listen. Because if it's all a bit too much, then you're missing the point. <laughs> I, but yeah so I see all those attributes are generally how a lot of Christians see the Holy Spirit 
Mm. It is this gentle, nurturing breath of wind, this aspect of God that's very non-forceful, non-evasive. It just kind of comes and it nudges people in the right way and it's there when it needs to be. And everything you just described with the Amen, effectively. Mm. So it's to me, it is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Just with a different name. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. So, yeah. I love the Arwen. Me too. I've got to say, I absolutely, it is like a pillar of my faith. An absolute pillar. Because, and I know, and I also, I like, I know that it is literally just um, a Welsh word that was then embellished by Iolo Maguan, which I've probably hashed because I'm drunk. Um, it sounded great. It did, didn't it? Yeah. Iolo Maguan. Um, Every time I say it, I say it slightly differently. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but it's like his first name is I O L O Iolo, which is fucking cool. Yeah. But um, he did loads and loads of writing, and of course, it's like Victorian fucking embellishment of shit. And you know, anybody who thinks that we're practicing something that was millions of years old is a fucking numpty because yeah, we're not. We're not. We're not anything that we think we know was destroyed by the Romans and like so shush. What we practice now was embellished, but there's nothing wrong with that. I have no problem worshipping moon gods. Doesn't make them any different and to quite old a lot of the time gods. they're old gods with new faces. Doesn't matter, yeah. Doesn't matter at all. No. You know? I don't think you can anyway. I don't. I don't see the point in. There's this big thing, isn't there? And I mean, I went through it. I think everyone, everyone does, where you, you start and you want to learn, and then you get to a point where you you realise just how anemic. And sorry to anyone who practices a lot of modern day. And I want to like air quotes. Bunny rabbit ears. Yeah, magic. like Fair. a lot of it's anemic and it's weak and it's self-serving and it's just shit. Like, let's face it. I don't of... like the self-servingness of it all. I get the self-empowerment, yeah. but I also don't understand why you can't be generous you at the same time. You look at fucking TikTok and everyone's like an elf bunny from a, some off-world <laughs> fucking galaxy putting things in spell jars and like praying under the moon and it's all a bit like, alright, fine. Real magic is a bit more visceral than that. Yeah. And real... I agree. Deity worship is more than just, you know, saluting the moon. There's a moment, there's a moment, I think, in deity work. And I think in religion and spirituality, where you can carry on as as you like, but there's a moment where the gods show up. Yeah. And you are put in a position where you're just like, oh, fuck. Mm. Oh, fuck, you haven't shown up like this before. You've sent an envoy or a handmaiden or somebody before you showed up this time. And you're, you're put in a position where you're just like, fucking hell. I'm in a big pond with massive fish and I'm a fucking minnow. Yeah. And those moments are really humbling. And I think anybody who practices you know, an occult practice or magic or anything like that, or a spirituality and a religion has a moment whereby they realise that a lot of the time we're doing little things and sometimes the bigger things are beyond us mm. and you, you, you have to be aware that at times, you know, it, it has to be outside of yourself you can't yeah, just make it you can't make your whole spiritual or religious practice all about you yeah. and what you want and when you want it and how you want it and who you want it from sometimes actually you got to give back yeah and you haven't got to give back like with glory you've literally just got to give and pay up because if you don't it gets taken you know, and I'm not generally one that stands by the rule of um, equivalent exchange because I don't think that's how it works. That's not how it works. However, sometimes you are summoned, you know, and if you've if you've 
put the call out so many times and then somebody answers and goes right well you know we've we've helped you enough times we need you to do something for us and quite frankly you should be honored for one that you've been called and second you should be willing to step up to the plate and go okay fair enough because mm. it's never beyond you might be slightly uncomfortable but it's never beyond you the gods never ask for something you can't achieve i they may ask for something that's uncomfortable but it's never never wrong god never gives us more than we can handle However much I find that comment really ick, it's totally true. It's totally true. It's totally true. The gods don't. None of them do. The spirits mm. don't. They but. wouldn't. They wouldn't ask for something you couldn't achieve because then they'd never get what they wanted. Exactly. So like that's a bit fucking daft, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, but so going back to what I was saying. I'm so sorry. Did I sidetrack yes, you? Yes, you did. I'm sorry. But that's okay. I love and adore you. Um, so what I was saying, back with like modern day magic is very anemic. Yeah. And what generally tone people tend to do is they then go the reverse of the coin, which is to then start looking for ancient knowledge and ancient oh, sources. Yes. That's and if we it's going. not old, it's not authentic. And if it's not hundreds and hundreds of years old that's come from an ancient, ancient, ancient scroll that's dusty and buried and blah, blah, blah then it's shit. But like, no no. no. My whole practice is UPG. I've done I've done the whole, you know, I've got books on old stuff. And, like, you buy a book and you read it and you think, you know, you start off and you get the book and you think, oh, this is amazing. Hardback book is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my God. And you open it. Within ten pages, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. there is no way, no how, any of this applies to any part of my life. Like, no way. And, yeah, fine. I could read something and tweak it and change it and make it, excuse me, <gasps> more applicable to me now yeah but why would i yeah because i do not live in the world that this represented no and my circumstances don't warrant me to do any of this crap i don't understand right so, i don't understand how somebody could turn around right in the pagan community and go for one mm. because i had to correct somebody at um Northampton's when somebody turned around and said um, the Christians took all of our pagan holidays and I'm like no they didn't that was the Romans because the Romans you know took England before Christianity became their state religion so and actually, actually if you want to be specific, it wasn't the Christians quite a few it was of the our holidays Romans. that modern day pagans celebrate are actually are Nordic at, yeah <laughs> so I'm just like, like so, Yule, for so, example. yeah so stop blaming somebody else because yeah. that's fucking rude yeah. it's something i can't stand blame shifting it's really cunty um so when people go like pagan people will go the christians took all our holidays and like made it this that and the other no 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 that was the romans because they practiced something called syncretization which is why we have that was hard to say with so much wine in me <laughs> I, <know. laughs> um, I felt it that's why we have someone called Sulis Minerva at Bath. Go there. Figure it out. Have a fucking history lesson, for Christ's sake. Anyway, somebody will turn around and say that. And then they'll go, oh, but I can't practice this new age magic because I have to worship the old gods. And I'm thinking, none of what you're doing is old. None of it. No. Absolutely none of it. And most of the magical practice that you know is folk magic based on Christian magic, which came from folk practice, which existed alongside Roman syncretized magic. Like, we have no, like, oh, it annoys me so much. The UK has a huge, huge history and a huge, huge catalogue of magical practices. We have, like, one of the most magical um, cultures We're very old, in the world, right? We really do. You, you, you don't have to look very far before finding one tradition or one thing that is innately magical. But you cannot, which is why I hate the religion versus spirituality thing, you cannot divorce the religious influences over the last 2,000 years or the spiritual influences from the last 2,000 years yeah. because we have had so many cultures in and out of this island 
for the longest time, you know, yeah. and that also translates to the States because whatever came to the States came from here in the fucking first place or it came from other places of Europe which have the same fucking issue mm. that Europe is not like a country that was a country it's a set of countries with borders that have moved loads and loads of times the borders you see now between france belgium holland spain italy fucking everywhere like romania iran iran iraq syria all these places like some of these countries years ago didn't even exist true so you need to just stop and think that you have a practice brilliant and i think that's amazing but don't sit there and think that you have an uh, a trackable like <laughs> trackable lineage, lineage thousands of years to tell me that you do your magic this way and this re reason for this reason because it's been going like that for thousands and thousands of years and why would you who cares like... a news flash so is every fucker else yeah sigils are not new no. Witch bottles. Not new. No. And you think they only happened here? Don't be daft. No. There's so many things that, like... There are so many parallels. Yeah. You are not the first person to think of this. There are many cultures that come around the same kind of ideas around the same kind of time. Oh, of course. Or within, like, because years we, of each other. Because we, we all have this thing that we have in common. We're all human beings mm. who live in the same world. Yeah. So we all suffer the same hardships, which means... At some point, we're all going to come up with the same sort of solution. Yeah, you're it not like cross culturally. <laughs> you're not special. You're ah. not special. No one is. Like no. cross culturally, like dolls have been used quite mm. a lot. You know, the people, whole puppet thing. People worry like doll to think thing. it's like people. You mention like dolls, and people are like, "Oh, you mean like voodoo dolls?" And it's like, "Well, no," because there are many cultures out there yeah. that utilize the use of dolls for healing. Yeah. Baneful magic, protection, love work, whatever, that have done so um, way before the voodoo doll even became a known popular thing. That's just one culture and one aspect of it. And yep. even then, it's been appropriated and misconstrued. Oh, I hate so, the, the. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah. it's. Yeah. No! So I think, like, spirituality is. Oh, the sky's red. Is it red? It's red. Oh, that's pretty. That's because it's lit. We've got so much wine to drink. We have. Have we? Do you want ketchup? A bottle. Well, yeah. No, I'm pacing. We've got water and dinner after this. I'm pacing. Cause and you've had another slice of cake and I'm, some cheese. I'm pacing because otherwise <coughs> I won't hold it down. And we don't want that. No, we don't want that. So I'm pacing. Okay, you're pacing. Gee, um, stop pressuring me. <laughs> <laughs> peer pressure, peer oh. pressure, peer pressure. We like to drink with Lyndon because Lyndon is our mate. Are these university songs? I don't know. I learned it from Wayne. And Wayne did not go to university, <laughs> however well read he is. He's marvellous, but he did not go to university. Uh, yeah, so spirituality versus religion. I don't think that you can it's separate them. actually something you can separate. I would agree. I really don't. You can have spiritual experiences because these are, in essence, things that happen through spiritual means. And I think That's it's important fine. for people to understand that, again, like we said, like religion doesn't mean mainstream religion. No. You can have your own personal religion. Yeah. And by all means, that doesn't mean that I'm going to ever point and like have a go at somebody who says, um, I don't have a religion. I'm never going to turn around. Because I, don't, I would never, ever would never ever but for somebody to turn around and go oh no i'm spiritual not religious yep it's 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 a hypocrisy a hypocrite hippocratic 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 hypocritical that's what i mean it's a hypocritical term a hypocritical saying because say it one more time hypocritical (laughs) (laughs) it just seems hypocritical to say that I'm spiritual and not religious, I, I just find that I would agree the two are very much intertwined. A, a bit, yeah. Uh, there's a level of hypocrisy there that I I think like if you challenged it, there wouldn't that somebody would not be able to defend that statement. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to sit there and be a cunt to somebody, but 
it does make me wonder when when you hear it especially within those groups that say you know i'm i'm and i'm not picking on it's just something i've noticed you know i'm new age not religious mm. and i'm like okay i get that that just means you don't belong to an organized religion it doesn't yeah. mean you're not religious but then the interesting thing with a lot of new age stuff is you find that these so-called new age spiritualists and i'm doing air quotes will then cherry pick the best bits from the religions they like it's when they so turn around they'll cherry and... pick from like hinduism and buddhism and all <gasps> these others into their spiritual path and be like mm, i'm very spiritual but i'm not religious it's like okay but then you're it's like somebody going and organizing a shamanic retreat and then getting you to do meditation yeah and it's like i'm sorry what because if you think that shamans meditate the way that you're doing it yeah and you have no idea not a fucking clue sitting there like a janist yeah yeah exactly it 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 just bodes it like yeah even welcome to the shamanic course it, where we're going to teach you to connect with your chakras it really bugs me it also bugs me that in druidry mm. there's an emphasis on meditation there's an emphasis in practice historically of and like documented historically of um, contemplation and uh, segregation for enlightenment that came out wrong for wine um, <laughs> but it was never it was never sit there empty your mind listen to this music it was never that. Yeah. It was about removing, you know. And I understand that nowadays it's not, you know, it's it's about like understanding and all the rest of it. And we now have a practice of meditation that, yeah, but no, <laughs> just no. You can't just answer like answer by just shoving Eastern religion into. Yeah western practices it doesn't work that's not fair no I agree. that's really not fair if you want people to experience for example druidry in an authentic way you don't teach them to meditate you get them to sit in a dark room wrapped in a blanket for five hours because that's what they did yeah you know you get people to do that then that's a druid practice I, I just or sit pressed under a weight so that they had to experience something because that was you know you would limit the the physical and the physical um sensations so you would make sure that your physical sensations kind of stopped so that all you had was your mental experience which would open you up then to visions that was the point and i can't remember what it's called uh, there's a really good a uh, book by uh, Caitlin Matthew Matthews called Celtic Seership. I think that's what it's called. I've got it, but it's a good book. It's a good book, and it explains all these things, and it's really, really good. And it just explains away the needs for meditation because meditation is an Eastern thing, and it was brought over by the Masons and the the people of the Enlightenment period. You know, like uh, Gerald Gardner and Alistair Crowley and the likes of, where they learnt their stuff. That's why we have it now. Yes. You know? I mean, it doesn't make it any less valid, but please be aware of it. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I went off on a tangent then. You did, it but it was wonderful. Bugs me. I enjoyed it. Just bugs me. Let's go but bury got... you in a crypt. We... Yes. And wrap you in a blanket. Don't. I've spent all night in a crypt. Have you? In Wales. It doesn't surprise me. In a deserted church. Wow. It was amazing. I bet it was. It was the fucking best thing ever. On the Isle of Anglesey in the crypt underneath a ruined church we should do it lit we should by, do a most haunted special lit by one candle I'll wear I tell you what I tell you what Yvette Fielding <laughs> I tell you what it was the weirdest thing ever I bet it was everybody else was terrified and I was like <laughs> I was like this fucking ace everybody was like let's get out of here you know all but Wayne Wayne was like this is cool this is so cool bit wigged out but I'm alright <laughs> That's cool. I like it. So cool. Anyway, we need to wrap up. We need to wrap up. 59 minutes. 
right. thank you. This has been Shove It Up Your Arwen. You can find us at Shove It Up Your Arwen on Instagram. You can also find us on the web at shoveitupyourarwen.wordpress.com. Uh, that's our website. I've been one of your hosts, Clinty Sky Guy, on Instagram, and I'm the other one, Lyndon Druid and Mist. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye.